Hey everyone, I'm Renee Bennett. Consider me the girl next door, having conversations that will help challenge and shape your worldview in a culture that has turned our moral compass upside down and inside out. To chat with me further, come join me on social media, girlnextdoor.podcast. No topics are off limits. I'm really glad you're here. Now, on to today's episode. Hello everyone, it's Renee here. Thanks again for joining me on another episode of Parenthood Friday. Today is a two-part episode, two-part series on apologizing and forgiveness. So this week, I want to have a look at how we can teach our children to apologize from their heart. And Forgiveness is a massive part of this. In fact, both of these are so important, learning to apologize, but also learning to forgive, that I wanted to dedicate a whole episode to each. Now, I know that what I'm going to be telling you today is probably uh, going against a lot of parenting advice out there that you're going to read, because I know that I've seen a lot of advice where it says, oh, you should never force your child to apologize. I disagree. Now, it's not about forcing. It's about you and I, the parent, leading our children to doing what is right. So if you hear that, people saying, oh, you should never force your child to apologize, I would encourage you to just challenge that and say, well, no, actually, I'm not forcing my child to apologize, but I'm absolutely teaching and guiding and training them. Because most times, in most things, children need to be led. And apologies and forgiveness are two examples of things that don't come naturally. They don't come naturally to a lot of children. And it certainly doesn't come naturally to a lot of adults. I mean, have a think about it. What are you guys like? I know for me, I find it really hard to apologize. And I think because I'm a perfectionist. And so I hate to think that I've done something that's not perfect, that I've let someone down, um, that I've let myself down. And so an apology is an admission of that. And children are no different. And so this is something I think we can all work on. We can work on this as adults. We can work on this as parents. And we certainly need to help our children work on this too. So I'm going to give you five steps today on what the process can look like for teaching and guiding your child when it comes to making an apology. So you hear me talking all the time about raising a child who has a good moral heart. That is the purpose of our parenting, right? Discipling their moral heart. And they can only have a good moral heart when they have a keen sense of when they do wrong, because that's what it means to have a moral heart, that we understand the difference between what's good and what's wrong. And so we talk a lot about the good, but I want us to focus today on teaching our children to know when they've done the wrong thing and what to do with that. So these two values, and they are values, apologizing and forgiveness, are actually a really big part of a healthy family. Like what's your family like that you grew up in? 
Have you been maybe in a family where when you do the wrong thing, maybe you just got the silent treatment, right? Or maybe loud cupboard slamming. So you knew that you'd done the wrong thing. The silent treatment told you you had done the wrong thing, but there was never an apology. There was never a conversation. It was just that time went by and slowly you all started talking again. Or maybe when someone wronged you in your family, they were super, super nice to you for a while, right? But again, no conversation about what was wrong and no actual apology. All of those things are are examples of dysfunctions within families. And no doubt we're all guilty of that at times. One thing that Cameron and I do when we do marriage counseling with people is we talk about that. We talk about when there was conflict when there is wrong behavior in your family, how was it handled? And when you can acknowledge that, then you get to make a decision when you have your family, well, we're not going to do it that way. We're going to do it in a more functional, healthy way. And we get to take responsibility of that when we create our own family. And so this is a really important tool. And I know for some of you, I'm probably talking to you as well that you'll feel like, oh my gosh, I need to do better at this. But it's also something that we need to actively teach our children so that we can continue to have functional relationships within our families. So just be determined that you're not going to allow unresolved conflict to happen in your family. And let me encourage you, be on the lookout for this between siblings I know families now where the siblings all love one another and they get along so well. And I know other families where the siblings, when they grow up, just put up with each other and there's tension. I don't want my family to be like that. I remember always thinking, how can I make sure that my kids actually like one another? And this is a huge part of it, teaching them to have healthy ways of relating by the way that they apologize and forgive one another when things go wrong. And to be honest, even though we've got adult and almost adult children, um, we still have to sometimes work on this because they're all still living at home. Obviously, Georgia being the older, she's only 22, Ashen 17. They fight still sometimes and get cranky and mad at each other. And, you know, we try not to step in too much, but we we still make sure that there's some sort of resolution. We want to hear apologies and forgiveness because when we apologize and we forgive, you know what we're saying? We're saying this family is worth it. This relationship is worth it. And isn't the world a much nicer place, right? When we apologize and we forgive, like, have you noticed how, have you noticed how, um, It's like apologies are not encouraged, right, in this generation. Instead, people would rather cast blame or take the part of a victim because then they don't have to take personal responsibility for their actions. But what they're actually doing is they're ripping themselves off. So it's very humbling to admit that we've done wrong. And it's far easier to blame someone else because really when we get down to the root of it, We don't like the guilt feelings that come with knowing that we've done wrong. So it's easier to pretend we haven't and to not admit wrongdoing at all. And I think on as a whole that definitely individuals are the poorer off for it and society as a whole is much poorer off for it. 
When we don't apologize and we don't forgive, we actually damage friendships, we, da- we damage family relationships, and we, we damage uh, marriages as well. Now, let me make a quick distinction here before I get into the five ways that we can teach our children. Apologies are for when our children or ourselves have intentionally done something wrong. But if your child has done something unintentionally, right, because they're just four and they're a child and they didn't mean to, you don't have to go through this process. All that needs is just a simple, I'm sorry. Okay, so this apology and forgiveness, this is to do with when our children intentionally do something that hurts another person. So I just wanted to make that distinction. So we need to actively train our children to be aware of and to listen to their conscience. The way that Cameron and I did this is we always taught our kids that because they've got the Holy Spirit living inside of them and the Holy Spirit helps them to know right from wrong, that's their conscience. Uh, Maybe if you don't share my worldview, you could still use the word conscience, but we've taught our kids that their conscience actually comes from the Holy Spirit. We call it their God conscience, and this will see them in good stead for the rest of their lives, not just for apologizing, not just for, um, for when they're five and six and 10, but when they're 20 and older, if they can learn to um, adhere to that inner voice and their God consciousness on the inside. It would be a great guide for them for the rest of their lives. Okay, so here we go with the five things that we can teach our children. The first one is this teach your child to think about their behavior. Okay, so teach them did you actually do something wrong? And if you did, then don't make an excuse for it or pretend that you didn't. But on the other hand, Someone might be demanding an apology, but you really didn't do anything wrong. Guys, this is really important, okay? In that case, you teach your child, you don't have to apologize if you didn't do anything wrong. Because in that case, you would be giving in to a bully. You'd be going against your conscience. So really help them to discern when an apology should or shouldn't be given. This is important because we live in a time when the mass can turn on you and demand an apology just because they don't like something that you might believe in. Standing against the crowd to do what is right is actually a courageous and integrous thing to do. So teach your child to examine their behavior and think to themselves, did I do something wrong that warrants an apology or did I not do something wrong? Because this teaches them the difference between true guilt and pressure from others. So my kids have been in that, um, in that situation before where somebody's pressuring them for an apology But that person's wrong to pressure them because all my child did was stand up for what was right or to stand up for a value. So teach your child the difference there, okay? So number one, what was my behavior? Does my behavior warrant an apology or not? And if their conscience tells you that they've done something wrong, then they should go ahead and apologize. Number two, teach them to identify what they did wrong. So if they did something wrong, Teach them to verbally say what it is. Otherwise, your child is going to keep doing that thing over and over. Now, this takes a lot of moral courage. It takes moral courage for us as adults. So, of course, it's going to take moral courage for our children. So, teach them to own it by saying it. 
Yes, I hit my sister. I took the bar out of my friend's lunchbox. I broke my friend's new toy. And then a very powerful thing to do, as well as admitting what they did, get them to think about why they did it. Why did you do that? Were you angry? Were you hurt? Were you disappointed? Were you jealous? Were you just being careless? So what you're doing is you're helping them to identify the root of their behavior. Number three, teach them to admit that they were wrong verbally. Okay. So, so identify what they did wrong was number two, but then to admit that they were wrong verbally. So this is important. Teach your child They have to go to that person straight away and it's not enough to just say, oh, I'm sorry. If your child does something wrong, right, you don't want them just to parrot you. You don't want them. That's what I would call a forced apology. Go to Ben and tell him you're sorry. Sorry, Ben. That's not teaching your child anything, right? They're probably going to learn nothing and their moral heart will not change if they're just parroting you. Make them say what they did wrong and why it was wrong. All right. So let me just take you through those three things so far again. Number one, teach them to think about their behavior and to discern. Do I need to apologize or or don't I? Secondly, get them to identify out loud what they did wrong to, to you, first of all. Then number three, they need to admit they were wrong by going straight to the person. Okay. But they need to say what they did wrong and why it was wrong. Again, this is helping them to identify their moral heart and to shape their moral heart. So Ben, I'm sorry I snatched your toy because I know that made you sad. I'm sorry I took your bike because I should have asked first. I'm sorry I hit you. You're my friend and friends don't hit each other. Okay. So a true apology is admitting what they did and why they did it. And a true apology always comes from the heart. And when they say out loud what they did that was wrong and why it was wrong, sorry, not why they did it, why it was wrong, that is a really powerful thing for them to do. Telling them in person what they did and why it was wrong, it teaches them three things. It it reinforces, yeah, I did something wrong. Number two, it reinforces what I did hurt someone else. And thirdly, it helps them to feel remorse, right? Good guilt, not bad guilt. It helps them to regret it. So that way they're not going to shift it. Teach them not to shift it on anyone else, right? Don't let them go. I'm sorry that I did that. It was wrong because, but so-and-so did it and blaming someone else. Don't let them shift it onto someone else. Let them take full responsibility. This is what I did that was wrong. And this is why it was wrong. Then the fourth thing to do, teach them to ask for forgiveness, right? Now you might need to like write these things down or do a little bit of role-playing yourself to get it in your head. But the biggest takeaway that I want you to remember is don't just say to your child, you hit your brother, say, I'm sorry. And then you're going to get the obligatory, sorry. Okay, so this is far more deep than that. You want them to admit it to you. What did you do to your brother? I hit him. Right, I want you to go. Why did you you hit him? I was angry. Okay, I want you to go to your brother. I want you to admit what you did and why it was wrong. I'm sorry, Ben, I hit you. I shouldn't have because you're my brother and brothers don't hit. 
Okay. But then the next one, teach them to ask forgiveness. So we would always say to our children when they apologized for something, the next step was you need to ask them, will you forgive me? Now, this is a really important step because it teaches them that because your actions hurt someone, you're now responsible to restore it. Guys, I am all about it. And I've just done two, a couple of episodes on it last week on teaching our children to take responsibility. This is part of it. Because their actions hurt someone, they're now responsible not only to apologize, but they're responsible to ask for forgiveness in a step towards restoration. Now teach them how to do that and teach them the kind of reactions that they might get. So go to that person, tell them what you did wrong and why it was wrong, and then say, will you please forgive me? And then you need to let that person have a minute to think think about it. And you know what? Maybe that person's going to accept straight away. And if they accept straight away, then give them a hug or give them a high five. If they don't accept straight away, then why don't you try again later? And if you try again later and that person still won't forgive you, guess what? You're off the hook now. You just have to let that go and you've done the right thing. And if that person doesn't want to forgive you, there's nothing more you can do. That's on them and not on you. All right. And the fifth thing to do is then finally, after they've asked forgiveness, they might need to take some sort of action to repair the damage. So if they took something, they have to pay it back. If they ate something that wasn't theirs, they need to go buy a new one. If they damage property, they need to replace it. If they maybe physically hurt the person, they need to ask, is there anything that I can do? So that is really important. And it's important, by the way, this is, I'm sure we've all seen this, right? Have you seen when a child does something like to their sibling and they know their sibling is ticked or they've really hurt their sibling? And what they try and do is they try and quickly repair it to get off the hook, to get out of trouble, right? Like I have seen my kids do that. Like maybe one of the boys slapped their brother really hard and it hurt. And they're like, "Uh uh-oh, I'm in trouble. Liam's going to dob to mum. And so Ashton would quickly go, sorry, 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 Liam. It's okay. It's okay. What can I do? And then all of a sudden starts like, you know, rubbing his arm or putting his arm around him or here, 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 you can have my toys up, you know, whatever it is. They try and quickly offer something up, but they're doing it because they don't want to get in trouble. Okay. Not that kind of reparation. You need to be like, "Uh, yeah, no, that's not how it works. Um, And so when they repair the damage, what it does is it helps them to be determined. I'm not going to repeat that again. It helps to really sink it more into their heart, like a flippant parodied apology. Say, sorry, Ben, sorry, Ben, that does nothing to teach their moral heart. But when you go through these steps and then they take that final step of repairing the damage, that really helps them to go, I'm going to try my hardest not to ever do that again. And you know what that's called, guys? That's called repentance. When we've done the wrong thing and we do a 180 and we don't repeat that behavior, that's called repentance. But then teach your child, if you do do that behavior again, then we go through this process all over again. 
So that's basically it. Let me take you through that again. So they do something that's, you know, that demands an apology. Remember, if it's just something that's because they're young, because they're a child, it's just a quick, I'm sorry. But if they've intentionally done something, number one, get them to think about their behavior. Do I need to apologize or don't I need to apologize? Help them to discern. Secondly, if they did do something wrong, then get them to identify it out loud with you. Yeah, I stole something. I hit my sister, whatever it is. Thirdly, or oh, and and why? Why did they do it, right? Were they angry? Were they sad? Were they disappointed? That really helps as well. Thirdly, get them to admit they were wrong to the person. Get them to move straight to that person and admit what they did that was wrong and why it was wrong. That teaches their moral heart. Then fourthly, once they've done that, they apologize. Sorry, they've already apologized. Once they've done that, they ask forgiveness. Will you forgive me? And then finally, they take steps to repair what they've done. So there you are. Jot them down if you need to. But guys, you know what? You honestly, you don't have to get this process right. Like you don't have to exactly go over the steps, right? Just do something that's a little bit more than a parodied, I'm sorry from you. Get them to go deeper. Get them to look at their behavior. Admit it. Admit it to the person. Teach them to out loud say why it's wrong. Just get them thinking about the process of apologizing, why they're apologizing, seeking forgiveness and repairing. Okay, so finally, this is the other thing that I would do when my children did something and had an argument and there was apologies and forgiveness. I would always at the end go, okay, and you know what? We're going to leave it right here. We're not going to carry this thing the rest of the day. We're not going to punish that person that did something wrong the rest of the day. If we had a wrong done to us, we're not going to be a victim about it the rest of the day. We've done something wrong. We all do something wrong at some stage. And now we're going to leave it there and we're going to go on and have a really great day together because we love each other. All right. So that's really important. It's really important to kind of wrap it up put it aside. I mean, isn't that what God does for us, right? Casting our sins as far as the East is from the West. And we need to teach our children that once they've done the right thing, that they're not going to be punished for it for the rest of the day. They're not even going to be punished for it for the next two minutes or five minutes. Once it's done, it's done. And that also helps the victim to move on, right? Because sometimes the victim wants to wallow in it and, oh, you did this to me and I don't like you. It teaches the victim not to wallow in it. We've, we've apologized. We've forgiven. We've asked forgiveness. We've forgiven. And that's why next week I'm going to teach you about how to help your children to forgive. Because it's one thing to be the person on their end that did something wrong. But we also need to teach the children on the other end who were wronged how to forgive. I mean, wouldn't our society be an amazing place if when people apologize, we were actually forgiven? Cancel culture would go out the window. Like these days, we don't even give people the chance to apologize. We're just like, whoop, you did the wrong thing, canceled. That is a shocking way to function as a society. And we can break that dysfunction in each of our individual homes. So there you are. 
I love you guys so much. And maybe this has spoken to you as a parent. I know it challenges me where I'm like, oh, I don't like doing it. And it makes me uncomfortable. And I don't like to admit that I'm anything less than perfect, but this is good for all of us. So guys have a wonderful week. Uh, Come join me next week on Wednesday. Otherwise I'll see you. Well, you'll hear from me next Friday on Parenthood episode. I love you guys. Have a good one. Bye.